Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number four of Revelation chapter 18, and we're going to be reading verse 2. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. Well, uh, once again, uh, it must be said that the fall of Babylon occurred at the end of the 70-year period. Now, this is important because the the illustration, the historical parable that God established in the Old Testament was of Babylon, ruled by the king of Babylon, conquering Judah and taking the Jewish people into captivity and, and Babylon uh, growing in power and might and glory throughout the 70-year period. It was the greatest kingdom on the earth. But then in a night, as we read in Daniel chapter 5, while the king of Babylon was having a feast with a thousand of his lords and drinking wine, and they were drinking in the vessels taken out of the temple of God, and then the king of Babylon saw the writing on the wall, which he did not understand, but he knew there was something wrong Something greatly disturbed him to the point that his knees knocked together. And then Daniel was called after the queen reminded the king uh, that there was a man in the kingdom who could interpret dreams and, and visions and things. And Daniel was called and interpreted the writing that the, the kingdom was taken from him, the king of Babylon, and given to the Medes and the Persians. And it was the fall of Babylon in that very night. In a night, the the kingdom of Babylon was unaware. They, They were caught off guard. They were having a party while the Medes and the Persians' army, led by Darius, also known as Cyrus, was en route. They were marching towards the kingdom and uh, and completely unexpectedly uh, from the ba- Babylonians viewpoint their kingdom was taken the king of Babylon was slain in that night and Darius took the kingdom and that's a picture of the Lord Jesus Christ who comes as a thief in the night and he takes the world by surprise and and that's what the Bible says, that Christ comes um, suddenly or unawares. He brings an unawares destruction upon the inhabitants of the earth. And, and that's what God did on May 21, 2011, when he brought a spiritual judgment. And he took the kingdom of Satan, 
Satan was put down and for all intents and purposes slain as um, God took his kingdom uh, and began to rule uh, with a rod of iron over all that Satan previously ruled over the kingdoms of this world or the inhabitants of the earth. And that is what is in view when we look at it through the historical parable. Babylon um, does not fall until the end of the 70 years. And that 70-year period typified the Great Tribulation. And that means Satan's kingdom of typified by Babylon did not fall until the end of the Great Tribulation. And when did the Great Tribulation come to a close? After an exact 23 years. It, the Great Tribulation began on May 21, 1988. And 23 years later to the very day, on May 21, 2011, the Great Tribulation concluded and that was the end of the judgment that was exclusively on the churches. And now it was the time of transition to the uh, judgment of all of the unsaved of Babylon. And just as God used Satan as an instrument of destruction to bring judgment on the church, he then turned his attention to judging Satan and his kingdom of this world uh, immediately following. And and that's what God did to the Babylonians. He used Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, as his servant to destroy Judea. But then following the 70 years, God judges the king of Babylon and his kingdom. That is the point of Babylon's fall. And that is pointing to Judgment Day. Immediately after the tribulation of those days is when the fall of Babylon took place. Now, it's interesting when we look into the Bible regarding this language. Babylon is fallen, is fallen. God doubles it. He repeats it. and it um, He certainly doesn't want us to miss it. And when we do search the rest of the Bible to read of Babylon's fall, it is mentioned a few other places. And what's very interesting is that in all of the other places that the fall of Babylon is mentioned, it is mentioned in context with harvest, with the Feast of Harvest. And that's interesting because remember what the Lord Jesus said in the parable of the uh, parable of the sower in Matthew chapter 13. As he explains the parable, it says, beginning in verse 37, he answered and said unto them, he that soweth the good seed is the son of man. The field is the world, the good seed are the children of the kingdom, but the tares are the children of the wicked one. The enemy that sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the world, and the reapers are the angels or the messengers. But that 
It is an important identification that the Bible makes. And that's how God defines words. As he said, the field is the world. So, when we're reading the Bible and we read of a field, we had better consider, if we're going to be a careful Bible student and and come to a proper understanding of things, we had better take into consideration whenever we read about a field in the Bible that, oh, maybe this is pointing to the world because God gives that definition. Likewise, when we're reading about harvest, we had better think the harvest is the end of the world. And and uh, that's another reason why the Feast of Tabernacles, which is held, according to Leviticus chapter 23, in conjunction with the Feast of Ingathering. And the Feast of Ingathering is the final harvest the final bringing in of the crop, of the precious fruit of the earth. And and so when we um, discover, as we have, that the 1600-day period ends on October 7th, 2015, and that's also the 10,000th day since overall judgment began at the house of God uh, back in May 21, 1988, and when we discover that that day as well as being the 10,000th day of overall judgment, is the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, which is also the last day of the Feast of Harvest. Well, we had better consider what the Bible says. The harvest is the end of the world. And and we need to take that into account and into consideration. I uh, I've seen one person who has said, well, they don't understand why the Feast of Tabernacles, the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, is all that important and why Christ must return on that day. Well, despite the language of the last day, uh, or in addition to that, as as we look up that phrase, and that phrase uh, overwhelmingly points to the last day of resurrection, the last day I um, I will judge you in the last day, or the word will judge you in the last day. I will raise you up in the last day. Those kinds of statements. And God links that kind of language with the Feast of Tabernacles. Well, in, in addition to that, that last day is also the last day of harvest. And the Bible says that the harvest is the end of the world. And, and so we have those two... Uh, the the joint um, feast of tabernacles and ingathering, and the joint spiritual meaning of last day, along with tabernacles and harvest, along with ingathering, that are all coming together with emphasis upon that day as the end, and and so it's very important also that when we read about the fall of Babylon. And, and when God speaks of the fall of Babylon, he, he does so in the context of harvest. Uh, let, let's take a look in Isaiah chapter 21. In Isaiah 21, it says in verses 9 and 10, And behold, 
Here cometh a chariot of men, with a couple of horsemen. And he answered and said, Babylon is fallen, is fallen, and all the graven images of her gods he has broken unto the ground. O my threshing and the corn of my floor. Now that is the harvest language, when you thresh the wheat, or there is the corn on the floor, which is gathered during a time of harvest. And and so God says, Babylon has fallen, has fallen. And then he makes an unusual, isn't it? It's rather strange reference to, Oh, my threshing and the corn of my floor. And it's not until we look further and we see that um, God uh, is often linking together Babylon's fall with harvest that this language in Isaiah 29, in Isaiah 21, verses 9 and 10 makes any sense. In Jeremiah chapter 50, in Jeremiah 50, it says in um, verse 15, Shout against her round about, she has given her hand, her foundations are fallen. There, it's referring to Babylon. Her walls are thrown down. For it is the vengeance of Jehovah. Take vengeance upon her, as she has done, do unto her. Cut off the sower from Babylon, and him that handleth the sickle in the time of harvest. For fear of the oppressing sword, they shall turn everyone to his people, and they shall flee everyone to his own land. So there God speaks of her foundations are fallen, her walls are thrown down, which is language that is describing uh, a defeated uh, a kingdom. And and then he mentions the sower and handling the sickle in time of harvest that, that they're cut off. But again, Babylon and the language of harvest. In Jeremiah chapter 51, it says... Um, in verse 8, Babylon is suddenly fallen and destroyed. How for her? Take balm for her pain. If so be, she may be healed. And then, uh, in the, the whole chapter is dealing with the fall of Babylon. It says in verse 33, For thus saith Jehovah of hosts, the God of Israel, The daughter of Babylon is like a threshing floor, it is time to thresh her, yet a little while, and the time of her harvest shall come. Now, you, you see how God is, uh, he, he begins chapter 51 in one of the earlier verses, verse 8, speaking of Babylon is fallen, and then he, he mentions that it's time to thresh her, and the time of her harvest shall come. Why? Why is this? Well, we we find it in the New Testament as well. In Revelation chapter 14. And in Revelation 14, um, it says in verse 8, And there followed another angel, saying, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. That great city, because she made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. And if if you read the following verses, 
it leads into awful language of God pouring out his wrath. Just look for example verse 10. The same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation, and he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy messengers and in the presence of the Lamb. So Babylon is fallen, and again, um, the, it leads right into the final judgment of mankind, the time when God pours out his wrath upon the wicked. And so God gives us that illustration, or, or uh, he uh, gives us that kind of language. But if we keep reading, if we continue reading in chapter 14... What do we find? Beginning in verse 14 of Revelation chapter 14, it says, And I looked, and behold, a white cloud, and upon the cloud one sat like unto the Son of Man, having on his head a golden crown, and in his hand a sharp sickle. And another angel came out of the temple, crying with a loud voice to him that sat on the cloud, Thrust in thy sickle, and reap, for the time is come for thee to reap, for the harvest of the earth is ripe. Is it a coincidence? Is it just just um, um, God? Did God write the the Bible in some kind of random way, where things do not relate to one another? No, no. Uh, you know, uh, God doesn't speak of Babylon's fall just anywhere. Uh, he he very specifically has spoken of it in the places that that uh, I named and in Revelation 18 in our verse. But in these places, he has tied it together with harvest because the harvest is the end of the world, according to Matthew 13.39. And here... In Revelation 14, it, it, God is um, revealing the end. And he, he begins the passage, uh, this very in-depth, detailed passage, describing the final judgment of mankind at the end of the world with the language, Babylon is fallen, is fallen. And then he leads us into a discussion of harvest. And it's not just verses 14 and 15. If you look at verse 16 of Revelation chapter 14, And he that sat on the cloud thrust in his sickle on the earth, and the earth was reaped. Verse 17 mentions another angel also having a sharp sickle. Verse 18 says, And another angel came out from the altar which had power over fire, and cried with a loud cry to him that had the sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in thy sharp sickle, and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are fully ripe. Verse 19, And the angel thrust in his sickle into the earth, and gathered the vine of the earth, and cast it into the great winepress of the wrath of God. There is the the fulfillment of what the Lord Jesus Christ said in Matthew thirteen thirty nine, the harvest is the end of the world. And here in 
this chapter of Revelation. It is joined with Babylon's fall. And yet there's one more thing. One more piece of information in Revelation 14 in context of Babylon's fall earlier in the chapter and harvest. And that's verse 20 that says, And the winepress was trodden without the city, and blood came out of the winepress, even unto the horse bridles, by the space of a thousand and six hundred furlongs. And we're, we're not going to get into all of the biblical arguments for, for, or, or the biblical validation for, uh, understanding furlongs as days. We've discussed that before. The Bible allows it. This is God's book and God has written the Bible in that way where a field can represent a world, where harvest can represent the end of the world, where branches in the book of Genesis can represent days. And here God is speaking of 1600 furlongs the the flow of blood of the wicked that comes out of the winepress of his wrath flows forth by the space of 1,600 furlongs and then the flow stops. And when we make the substitution that the Bible permits of 1,600 days in place of furlongs and when we understand that Revelation 14 is describing Judgment Day, which began on May 21, 2011. Then uh, we we go 1,600 days from May 21, 2011. It brings us to October 7, 2015, which is this year. And on that day, what do we find? As Mr. Camping used to say, Lo and behold! On October 7th, 2015, we find we have come to the last day of harvest in God's biblical calendar. It is the 23rd day of the Hebrew 7th month, which is the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, and also since the Feast of Ingathering or Harvest was held together with Tabernacles, It is likewise the last day of the Feast of Harvest. Now, is that a coincidence? Is that accidental? Uh, 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 Did we manipulate things to get that to happen that way? And the answer is no. No, it's not an accident. It's not a coincidence. And believe me, there's no possible way to manipulate the information to get all those things to fit for October 7th, 2015 to be the 1600th day using the number God gave us from Revelation 14, verse 20. We didn't pick it out of a hat. God gave it to us 1600 days from the start of May 21, 2011. Another date that God gave us that comes from the Bible Remember, that's when the Great Tribulation concluded on that day. And uh, that's when the Bible indicates Judgment Day began immediately after the Tribulation. That's the day that was 7,000 years from the flood that had the underlying Hebrew calendar date of 217. 
which was the day the flood began in the calendar of Noah, and 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 so forth. All these things coming together, pointing to October seventh, twenty fifteen, the ten thousandth overall day of judgment. When we put together the judgment of the church, eighty four hundred days, and now the very likely judgment of the world, sixteen hundred days. It is the ten thousandth day, a day therefore, given that it's ten times ten times ten times ten, tenth to the fourth power, a, a, a day we would look to and, and would expect to complete the wrath of God that he had started beginning at the house of God long ago now, back in 1988. And it, that day is the last day of harvest. And, and Babylon is fallen, is fallen, points to the final harvest of this world when the kingdom of Satan, which again is comprised of all the unsafe people of the earth, is put into the great winepress of the wrath of God and their blood their life continues on while enduring that wrath only for a very likely 1,600 days. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.